What's happening? This is Kid Koala. You're listening to CFRC 101.9. Keep it locked. That is. Play with records. Get your favorite records. Put them on the machine. Play with records.
Radioland, you are listening to CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, Ontario, coming at you from the basement of Carruthers Hall on Queen's University campus. I'm Dinah Jansen. You just heard the best remix of Eddie Krant's classic single, Electric Avenue, produced by local artist Cacao, available on his SoundCloud. I remember listening to this on CKLC way back in the early 80s when I was a kid and just loving that song. And I really love this remix. I hope you enjoyed it too. And you know what? Today, we're so pleased to present a conversation with Cacao, a.k.a. Ricky Brandt, one of the many local electronic artists joining us as part of the CFRC Airwave YGK Artist in Residence program supported by the Kingston Arts Council. Cacao is an Indigenous creator and multi-instrumentalist specializing in digital composition, arrangement, production, and performance. In our conversation with Ricky, we learn much about his pathway as an artist, the local electronic music scene, his upcoming Airwave YGK residence right here at CFRC, and we also get to listen to more of some of his wonderful music he has produced as well. Let's dive into a lovely chat with this absolutely lovely individual and learn more about his wonderful work. So, Ricky, tell us about yourself and your work as a professional electronic artist. A little bit about myself, yeah. I, uh, I'm i from Holland. I grew up in BC, came here when I was about 10, so I have a little bit of world travel experience, uh, moving around a lot. I mean, creates, uh, for me, a vibrant capsule of aptitude for me to be able to reach out for different creative inspiration. So for me, uh, I started electronic music um, shortly after my one band, Shishlang, ended. Um, And then, yeah, I was uh, just very much inclined and inspired by a few uh, artists. My friend had taken me to uh, show up in Toronto to see Sticky Buds. And I was absolutely mesmerized by his uh, style of funky, electronic, bassy, jungle, drum and bass. Uh, It was just something I had never experienced before. And it totally shifted my mentality of how I looked at music coming from a rock guitarist perspective. And uh, yeah, I just dove right into it. Just kind of producing on an iPad and then COVID happened and uh, yeah that gave me the ability to just really dig in and produce just a ton of music and try to find my footing as an artist and my own voice of seeing what I could do and how I could produce and it's gained momentum Uh, and uh, I'm very happy with that and where it's coming and where it's going. Amazing. You're also wearing a Sticky Buds baseball cap. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot I'm wearing that. Yeah, with a maggot brain pin on the side. Interesting. Okay. So um, when you were starting out in the world of electronic music then, after after you left your rock band, did you have a mentor or did you learn this all by yourself along the way? 
I absolutely did have a mentor that you mentioned the Sticky Buds had and everything. Sticky Buds was my uh, one of my mentors uh, during COVID. I was on his Patreon page for about a year uh, on the top tier and where I would uh, submit tracks every month and then he would give us video feedback on, on all of it. And he's... He's toured the world, and he's one of the like heavyweight Canadian jungle drum and bass funk producers, and is uh, an amazing guy. And it was, uh, yeah, really, really awesome to be able to really learn from him and understand my own production techniques and how electronic music really works together. Mm-hmm. Um, the way I structure my songs now is largely based off of his inspiration and just inspiration from listening to others like him on the same label. And yeah, I would definitely say Sticky Buds was a huge mentor of mine. Thanks. So let's hear a little bit more about your style and, and technique. Yeah, absolutely. So my style is like a funkadelically charged cosmic, like, explosion of color I'd say um there's a lot going on and oftentimes I find it's kind of hard to get into maybe not but it's it's so vibrant and energetic being able to play guitar with it um just allows me to really think about different production techniques and how I want to be able to play with it live and kind of, yeah, go forward. And I, I guess, yeah, it's hard, it's hard, really hard to capitulate for me what under, understanding my own style is, <laughs> I so, suppose. Sounds like it might change up maybe depending on mood or what you're, what you're listening to in the moment as well. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I've done everything from like rock, funk, blues, ballads, electronic music, like house, psychedelic. Uh, It really just, I feel like I'm a conduit for the energy that strikes me at the moment. And it's hard to really pinpoint where that is going to take me. But for my live sets, it's it's an energetic, bass-filled very forward and exploratory uh, sense of what I can do. I love trying to be able to create and tune my live sets where I have an element of being able to completely mess up. And I think for that, that uh, sets a fire under me to be able to play, to do better, to experiment, to challenge myself. Mm -hmm. And bringing in all those genres and mixing, yeah, just mixing the pot of what I have in mind for the energy when it come out. It, I would hope that it invites uh, a sense of freedom, freedom of expression to be able to kind of let go, dance, to see something bigger than yourself. I don't, the, I try to create very, big sounding music, mm-hmm. very dirty basses and just, yeah, I think through that, that the style of that uh, multitude definitely uh, 
is kind of where I'm aiming and going for. Awesome. So we'll take a little bit of a break right here, but we have a few songs from you, Ricky, and one of them uh, that's also playing in rotation on CFRC's Airwaves uh, is the betting for the little ad that we have for you uh, for your upcoming workshop and and performance here with the Airwave YGK uh, Artist in Residence Program. I'd like to hear about this song, Neon, and then we'll have a listen to it. Tell us about Neon. Absolutely. So Neon actually came about... Very interestingly, <laughs> I uh, threw on this uh, house show at the mansion with a uh, Saskatchewan bass house artist uh, named Rumpus. And it was just all the way live, one of my favorite shows and of the year uh, to go to. And through that, him, uh, Deep Freaks, Charles, and Matt Almeida, uh, their sound just, again, like that Sticky Buds concert just took me to another place and the house music really dug in so i wanted that four on the floor vibing kind of pumping forward driving momentum of the song while still keeping kind of the psychedelic uh the lucid uh kind of textural ambience that i do along with just yeah the pounding basses amazing so we're going to have a listen to Neon right now. We'll be back with Ricky Brandt, a.k.a. Cacao, in just a few moments. Thank you. 
Okay, welcome back, folks. We are in the studio with Cacao, a.k.a. Ricky Brandt. All right, so that was a fantastic song. Thank you so much for sharing Neon with us today. Thank you. And now I'd like to hear a little bit more from you, Ricky, about the actual, like, skill and the technical process that actually goes into making some of the recorded work that you do. Give us an example of what it looks like in your home studio when you are like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to produce some music today. What do you do to make it happen? So I'll launch my Ableton Live set, uh, bring up a completely blank slate. Usually I start from drums. Drums is the first thing I go to, go to usually battery. Uh, I like to play my own samples, find a good kit, mm-hmm. uh, load it up on my uh, pad controller, uh, 64 grid pad controller, so I can just be able to play any sample and kind of throw anything where I want from the drums after I get a really solid feel, solid sound uh, direction and composition for it. I'll usually base it off of kind of another tune, a good standard like A, B, A, C kind of thing and try to change it up. But generally, once I have the drums, I'll uh, go on to the basses and yeah, just run through samples. Uh, and at that point, just kind of going on keyboard. And it'll usually take like, it could take, I don't know, anywhere from a few minutes to a couple of days just to get the sound inspiration. When it comes, it flows like magic, really. It's, uh, yeah, I, I mean, most artists out there, when they enter the flow state, I, I'm I'm sure many artists can agree with me on this point that it just comes in a blink of an eye. And for me, after I lay the bases down, usually I'll uh, go to keys, do my groupings, uh, effects, risers, uh, downlifters, all that kind of thing. And then I'll start mixing, going in with whatever plugins I think should be right. Usually I have a general workflow of uh, universal audio plugins mm-hmm. and... Uh, yeah, so they do the trick pretty well, and then I do my own mastering, and yeah, it's just getting quite a lot better. But usually, I'll I'll uh, gain most of my ideas by sitting at, at my keyboard and just playing away. Awesome! Thanks so much for sharing. It's nice to get a little bit of an insight as somebody who's never ever put my hands on the, on this software before. Really excited about the workshop that you're going to be doing too, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Um, so let's hear a little bit more too about maybe some of your in-person performances because yes, you're doing Ableton Live and you're putting some stuff out there on the on the internet for people to be able to access and enjoy. But do, are you performing out there live too? I haven't been performing as much as of late, but I do have some shows coming up. Uh, my next show is in Ottawa on the 24th with M- Music Art People Crew, and that's going to be at the churchill community center um the live performances are really fun like i said i like to add an element of effects and live dynamic changes Mm -hmm. so i can actually mess up and i'm playing guitar all the time so while the electronic music is going i don't trigger the samples i just press play (laughs) and let it go so uh but there's 
a lot more to that, which you'll find out in the workshop if you come and <laughs> sign up at cfrc.ca. Um, plug, plug, plug. <laughs> plug it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and I'll play guitar, and some of the changes have to be so instant. I, I, I find I'll uh, be utilizing like a delay and a stutter effect that will last two bars exactly. And to come back on while the playhead is going and moving, it's it's a little bit stressful, but it's super fun to be able to try to be as quick as a computer mm-hmm. and like act faster than what you think you're gonna do. So then the drops just become really cool. And again, I've been uh, changing the way I play live and utilizing more effects as a DJ would. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and trying to play guitar less. Okay. Now, I'd like to hear if there are, um, as an electronic artist and developing your skill, did, were there any obstacles, uh, things you just had to try to figure out on your own or get help with to actually like feel like you're, you've established yourself? It, it's still a process of that. I mean, I look to some producers in town who are playing at like the tavern, like Shandar, and Darius and all these great folks making like house music and um, and then there's like Matt Almeida. There's just different circles. Mm-hmm. And I think one one of the biggest things for me coming into the electronic music scene is just understanding how to make it really. Yeah. And understanding electronic music in of itself, its structure, its form, its sound, where it's going right now, uh, where I see myself within it in my production abilities. And it's the, I, I would say that the hump is getting less and less because I find I'm playing festivals. I'm doing these workshops. You know, I've, it's, uh, yeah, it's very interesting. But uh, one of the biggest things was overcoming learning the DAW. Again, just learning how to make electronic music yeah. was really hard coming from a rock background, getting together with a drummer, a bassist, a singer, a guitarist, and making music as opposed to putting together music. Yeah. And that's why I have a really big respect for DJs. Yeah. Because they intuitively know how to put together songs and how kind of that all works, left versus right brain, right? Right. So you would you consider yourself more of a producer then? A hundred percent. Okay. So now I wonder if you can talk a little bit more about the electronic scene in Kingston. Uh, you did touch on this a bit and talked, to, mentioned a couple of the, the great artists that we know in the community right now. But yeah, what's your sense of the electronic scene right now in town? And where do you think it's going? It's bubbling. It's It's starting to thrive, I think. You know, you go out on the weekends to the hub. It's all electronic music. Everybody's there. The Trinity, you know, tavern, stages. It's it's here to stay. I mean, electronic music is you know, the future of music. I mm-hmm. don't think that soon any production will not have n- no element of electronic somewhere in it. Mm-hmm. Rock, country, indie, 
like I can give you examples of any that have electronic elements in it. Yeah. So it's it's just everywhere. It's inescapable, I'd say. And for the Kingston music scene, it's really coming up. Um, yeah, you have a lot of great producers and a lot of uh, different people wanting to put on different shows, bring in different acts. Uh, it's It's really great. I see it really kind of going places and with yeah different producers and different angles different genres okay thank you so much okay so yeah with the, with that in mind with what's happening in the local scene I wonder what your thoughts are on uh the role of community stations like ours CFRC in helping to support uh local artists such as yourself it's 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 absolutely monumental it's like a pinnacle point to be able to do that because uh working with local stations uh you're able like we're able to actually connect with more people on the ground people who are really going to come and listen um it feels more honest i could put on a workshop here and the students are going to come uh Every university has an independent radio station. And where where does any act or anything ever come out of? Universities and colleges. And uh, for me, even, uh, I had a show on uh, CJAI, Amherst Island Radio, for over a year. And that uh, allowed me to not only promote myself, promote just everything I was into local artists and Mm -hmm. it's it's just a boost of tangibility for the local aspect right on right on and uh yes it'd be great to have you right here on our own airwaves on a more regular basis do you think you'll ever go back to Stella Uh, I'm who knows? Maybe we'll he- get to hear your sultry, dulcet radio tones at some point. Only the future knows. <laughs> All right. So um, we have another song uh, in in the docket. Uh, do you want to tell us about the next song that we're going to listen to? Yeah, this one is New Days. It's, uh, it's a funk song. This is kind of like what my main middle gravy is. This is where I kind of grew up. The music that I really listen to and yeah, I feel like it's the soul of what I do. Amazing, amazing. All right, we'll be back in a few moments with Cacao, aka Ricky Brandt, right after this lovely song. So 
and we are back. Great song. Wow. I love how you're able to just uh, go in. I'm going to start with some drums and make this stuff happen with Ableton Live. This is really fantastic art that you've created here. Thank you. Yeah. I, I mean, the funk not only moves, it can remove. So it's just like, um, yeah, the funk gives. <laughs> the funk keeps and it keeps on giving. Yeah. And, and yeah, with that, so we can get more and more and more of you. Where can folks actually potentially see you perform? You mentioned a, a show you have in Ottawa coming up uh, this month in, in February, but do you have other performances coming up in Kingston? But also where if uh, where else can we find your actual recordings? Yeah, so for the performances, I will be performing on March 25th here at Four World Studios in Kingston. Uh, that's a part of Today for Tomorrow. Uh, Fran is putting on this event. Uh, just so many crazy artists. It's going to be running from like 4.30 till 10.30, I think. And that's going to be at Four World Studios. Tons of artists. Me, uh, Veloce Andre, Matt Almeida, Hartman, uh, Dirty North crew, uh, Dana Hansen. So many people are going to be there. Uh, and March, I no, sorry, not March, uh, May 16th, Thursday, May 16th. I'm going to be at the mansion uh, running a hip hop show with uh, another set of me closing off the night. Oh, amazing. Amazing. This sounds like fun. And yeah, okay, so where do we find your recordings? My recordings uh, best can be found at SoundCloud uh, slash Kakao. That's SoundCloud slash K-A-K-A-O-W. It's kind of spelled phonetically there. Uh, you can find me on Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, wherever you get and stream your music, YouTube. If you just type in Kakao or Kakao Official, you can find me also on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Threads, Wherever you find any of your socials, get at me. Yes, and so that's that's my next question then, too, is how can folks keep up with, with the latest news about you? Where do we find you on socials? You can find me at Instagram at Cacao Official. You can find me on Facebook at Cacao Official. And those are usually two of the places you'll find my best bit of news. Amazing. Do you have a website too? I don't, under, unfortunately, right now. It's under construction. I own the domain, <laughs> domain name. And uh, we did run a website uh, a couple of years ago, but just got to update it. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. All right. So, Ricky, let's hear about the upcoming coming workshop that you're going to be offering on March 10th right here at CFRC. Yeah, I'm super stoked for this workshop. So it's I'm going to be putting on this creative Ableton live set workshop, which I'm essentially going to be going through my creative process, how I put together sets. Um, this has been compiled over many years of my playing. And I'm going to be going in and basically, yeah, showing you how I utilize my controllers, guitars, run through the set, utilize samples, and yeah, just build your own creative set out of hopefully your music, any music you have, bought legally. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it'll be a really fun time. Awesome. And now what about the live performance that you'll also be doing the same day, March 10th, right here on CFRC's Airwaves? What do you think listeners are going to be able to hear and experience from the amazingness? It, it's uh, I've got a really fun and funky set planned. Um, it's going to be a lot of bass, uh, 
generally up tempo. We're going to keep it 120 plus, uh, really funky, some psychedelic guitars. Uh, we're going to keep it kind of funky, mellow, and then really ramp it up and get it just dirty by the end. Awesome. Anything else to add before we close? Uh, I love you all. Stay safe and be healthy. Be happy. And see you on March 10th. See you March 10th. Everybody sign up CFRC and get more details there. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if the 120,000 people from Kingston descended on Carruthers Hall? What would you do? I would freeze. <laughs> I would just absolutely freeze. <laughs> but yes, folks, you could register now at cfrc.ca. Come learn Ableton Live with Cacao, a.k.a. Ricky Brandt. And for those who can't make it to the workshop, yes, stay tuned because we're going to have a wonderful live performance on March 10th right here in our studios as well. Thanks so much for joining us, Ricky. Thank you so much for having me, Dana.
we're back on CFRC. We hope you enjoyed our chat with Cacao, a.k.a. Ricky Brandt, about his work as an electronic artist in our community. You just heard one of his singles entitled Crystallized, available for streaming or purchase via Bandcamp for all the folks out there who dig the funky electro soul. We'll have some more music from Cacao in a few moments, but a reminder to our listeners that Cacao will join us on Sunday, March 10th, right here in person at CFRC to provide an Ableton Live production workshop for interested campus and community members. He'll also perform a funky high-octane live set right here live on the airwaves after the workshop as well for our listeners. Folks who want to come out and learn more about using Ableton Live software can register for Ricky's Airwave YGK Artist Residency Workshop on our website at cfrc.ca. In the meantime, be sure to find Cacao on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Facebook, and Instagram to hear great music and also keep up with the latest Cacao news. Coming up next, we're pleased to present some music from Cacao's digital album, Metatronic, released on Bandcamp in August 2023, featuring tracks entitled Focus, Metatronic, Good Stuff, and FX Round Find Out, or maybe it's FX Round Found Out. Sorry, Ricky, you can correct me later. Thanks for tuning into our special Airwave YGK Artist Residency Talkback. We hope you've enjoyed the conversation and the music today, and we hope to see you here at CFRC for Cacao's workshop on March 10th. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.